0: Hello, welcome to the Monday, July twenty seventh, two thousand twenty edition of the Sands and Storm anders Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. So, a lot of modern desktop applications are actually using technologies that are typically more associated with web applications, like, for example, JavaScript. Now, from a security point of view, this is not necessarily worse than sort of the existing compiled applications, but does make it a little bit easier for hacker to modify the code after it has been downloaded to the user's system. We got an interesting example here from Xavier, who looked at a recent piece of malware that abuses the Discord client. Now, Discord, of course, the online chat software that's quite popular uh, these days. And in this case, the attacker did inject additional JavaScript into the code of the Discord client to then exfiltrate user data. And well, interestingly, and probably even conveniently here with Discord, it used Discord itself to exfiltrate the data. So the reason this is easier is that the attacker does not have to recompile the application. They can just swap individual files that make up the code for the application on the user's system. This is not a vulnerability necessarily in the application other than the fact that it tends to be quite difficult for these applications to ensure the integrity of the application as it is put together from numerous different libraries and individual files that are then loaded at runtime. As a user, there isn't really a lot you can do beyond, well, uh, make sure where you download extensions and such uh, for uh, the software from. And of course, Xavier has a walkthrough how he analyzed this particular piece of malware. So some of these techniques may be applicable to other malware as well. And a couple of weeks ago, I talked about uh, Visual Basic Application Project passwords. Now, a lot of malware that Diddy has been analyzing does use these passwords. And while they're not really impeding analysis in any way, like uh, these uh, macros are not encrypted or such, it's one of those things that I guess just bugged Diddy enough where he came up with a little extension to his tool, OliDump, to extract these passwords in a format that can then easily be read into various password brute forcing software, like for example, John the Ripper. Brute forcing these passwords may actually be a bit useful for attribution if you have multiple documents and it turns out they all used the same somewhat specific complex password, then this may be a good indicator that these documents were created by the same entity. Now, a couple of things that I didn't get around to mention last week. First of all, additional updates from Cisco regarding Trek IP stack vulnerabilities in Cisco's equipment. The Trek IP stack a couple of months ago was uh, known to be vulnerable to these Ripple 20 vulnerabilities, as they have been called, which are Pretty basic uh, TCP IP vulnerabilities that existed in this particular IP stack for quite a while, probably at least 20 years. Now, Cisco apparently has a number of devices that use this particular IP stack and they just updated their advisory regarding these vulnerabilities, adding additional software and hardware versions that are vulnerable. And if you are using a uh, ubiquity gateway and you had some issues with it last week that may have been due to a malformed threat feed ubiquity has the ability to allow the user to select uh, various block lists and such that can be used to block traffic through the device our the shield rules are also among those rules but apparently they're not actually validating whatever is being sent and Proofpoint had i guess some malformed rules in their publication last week which then caused these uh, video devices to block all traffic now, I believe these Ubiquiti devices are not going to the original source of the data, but instead to a copy that Ubiquiti maintains. And Ubiquiti at least for now fixed the problem by just not publishing this uh, proof point feed uh, in its data feeds. They have not yet actually fixed the firmware, which allowed these malformed uh, rules to actually break the device. Well, and that's it for today. So thanks again for listening. And uh, yes, in case your database got replaced by the word meow, probably better that way that the data wasn't stolen and just deleted. That's it. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.